This is Spiritual Fortitude with Dr. Angela Kennel, right now on 102.6 The Situation. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to another episode. Woo, new month, too, month of June. But yes, new episode of Spiritual Fortitude with Dr. Angela Kennel. I am she, and I am just so grateful to be with you once again over the airwaves. Um, but I'm not going to waste any time this morning. So um, my message to you is simply this. If you are not familiar with Psalm 91, get familiar with it. I mean that from the depths of my soul. Get familiar with Psalm 91. And you might say, well, Dr. Kendall, why, why, why do I need to be familiar with Psalm 91? Because it allows you to not only speak over yourself, but you are actually talking back to God as far as who he is and how he covers you in every area of your life. It's actually a psalm of protection. And in this day and age, I don't know about you, but I will always need his protection from myself, from people, from situations, and from the enemy. Um, it is one of those uh, psalms that will calm you. If you're feeling anxiety or worry about something, trust and believe Psalm 91 will bring you to a place of comfort. And then once you read it, tell yourself, I am Psalm 91 equipped. I am equipped to walk out this door and carry on about the day knowing that God has my back in any situation that I face. So that's it today. Just familiarize yourself with Psalms 91. Father God, thank you so much for yet another day. Thank you for another opportunity to speak to everyone around the world that has an ear to hear the goodness of you, the testament of those that have gone through and um, experiences that common or uncommon, but they've gone through and, and they know and acknowledge that it was you that brought them through. And to those that are not really familiar with you, Father God, thank you for bringing them to spiritual fortitude today. Lord, I just thank you for covering this show, covering this radio station, and allowing us to just spread the love of you each and every Sunday. Please bless those that are present, anoint their ears to hear, and let this episode be a blessing to all those that are open to what's being said. Father God, I just thank you for my guests. Thank you for getting us all here safely Woo, through traffic. I know, I, I, I admit, Lord, I, I, I sped this morning, but thank you so much for getting me here safely in the name of Jesus. We honor you, we glorify your name, and we give you praise. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, the Selah moment today is I Love the Lord by the late, great Whitney Houston featuring the Georgia Mass Choir.
I Love the Lord, Selah Moment, by the late, great Whitney Houston and the Georgia Mass Choir. Whew. All right. Uh, we were just talking about <laughs> that song. Uh, it's one of those songs that just takes you there. Um, and, yeah, that's the purpose of the Selah Moment. I want it to take you there. Just, just for a moment to take you there. All right. So I just want to... Uh, because of uh, this episode, I am going to uh, truly maneuver time. Um, so I just want to say good morning to all my people. You know who you are. I love you. Happy birthday to you. I thank you for tuning in. And uh, I got you. Okay. So good morning to my family and friends. You know exactly who you are. And I love you. Um definitely with the love of the lord but let me go ahead and uh, introduce my guest she is back once again this is actually her third appearance dr robin norwood dr robin is passionate about activating authors and launching them into entrepreneurship for the past 10 years dr robin has helped dozens of authors to accomplish their writing and publishing goals while establishing their platform as an authority in their area of influence she has published several books of her own, including Attitudes of Servanthood, The Divine Messaging Dream Journal, and The Divine Messaging Guided Dream Journal for Kids, and has created and launched several courses for nonfiction writers. Dr. Robin earned her BA degree in divinity from Aaron's Beard International School of Ministry with a concentration in theology and journalism. She also earned her master's degree in divinity and doctorate degree as well from Aaron's Beard School of the Prophets. She is the co-founder of Open Book Writers Group and has appeared on WATC on Atlanta Live in recognition of her writing and book coaching services. Through her love of literacy and the written word, she has created a proven system that takes hopeful writers from where they stand today to getting published and adding value to the audience they aim to impact. When she isn't teaching, you can find her hiking Georgia trails, creating beautiful works of art, and traveling. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you once again, Dr. Robin Norwood. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Dr. Kennel. How you doing, Doc? I'm doing great. All right. So, I'm doing great. <laughs> the last time you were here, I, I told uh, our listeners, especially on social media, that this is part two, but I want to remind them about when you were here back in April and we started uh, talking about uh, new age practices and um, whether they are aligned with God or not. Mm -hmm. And um, after that show, mm -hmm. I started getting questions of, well, what are new age practices? What does that mean? Why is it called new age? Um, and then I also had uh, one of my cousins, um, beautiful woman um, of God, and she told me, she said, I had no idea about um, uh, yoga. She mm -hmm. said she, she never knew the origin of yoga. She didn't know. And so uh, she was like, you know, that's information that, that a lot of people aren't really privy to. Mm -hmm. um, she said either they know and they go on or either they don't know and are doing things that they, they think that is cool because everybody else is doing it. 
So I appreciated her feedback on that. So um, let's just uh, let's just get started okay. and uh, and go from there. All right. So um, when we first of all, just to just to recap from our last uh, you know episode when mm-hmm. I was on with part one. Mm-hmm. We covered a lot of things. Well, we didn't cover a whole, whole lot. Right, uh, But right. we, we did touch on some things, and, and you were bringing up some of the practices to, uh-huh. that you wanted me to talk about. So we did do some of that. Uh-huh. Um, but just to recap, new age, again, it has a, a definition that is very um, unsystematic, meaning it, ha- it it's constantly evolving. There are so many different practices. I'm going to be talking about some of the practices today. But that's actually not the main purpose of what I came to share. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the spirit behind the practices. Oh, okay. But we are going to touch on some of the practices. Um, but it's something that's constantly evolving, and it's been personalized also by those who tap into those um, various practices endorsed by the New Age belief system. Mm-hmm. So it refers to things like astrology, uh, psychics, um, and the presence of spiritual energy in objects. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's kind of a, a, a quick definition of okay. when we say in new age. Got it. Um, yeah. Got it. So, um, Dr. Robin, uh, I, I specifically heard you. I'm going to tell you the part that stood out with me was the spirit behind mm-hmm. these particular things. So let's just get into it. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I truly uh, want to hear, mm-hmm. and I want the listeners to have an ear to hear exactly, you know, about that, and and as far as whether you go, you go in the right direction with it or in the wrong direction with it. But mm-hmm. I, I heard I specifically what stood out to me was you were talking about the spirit behind it. So let's just mm-hmm. get into it. I'm. I'm yeah. Okay, so first I want to throw in a, a, a disclaimer. Okay. And let everybody know that's listening that I'm speaking on this topic today because it concerns believers and those who profess Jesus Christ as Lord, meaning that if he is your Lord, he is governing your decisions. Um, I want to want you guys to know that that is the audience that I'm aiming um, at mostly, but I know that um, there are others who may be listening who maybe they haven't, you know, received Jesus Christ as their personal savior or whatever the case may be, wherever you're at, you know, in your faith walk. But um, I did want to make it clear who I'm mainly speaking to. Um, And I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because uh, I've gotten messages from, it's been interesting and I haven't, I haven't shared this with anybody, but I've, but since I've been um, advertising this episode, I've got messages from priestesses. I've got messages from witches. I've got messages, and 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 they're not hiding it. I've got messages from um, uh, holistic teachers. Uh-huh. Um, I've got messages from, and it's it's amazing. Because I've got messages from everybody that's opposite of what you're about to talk yes, about. Yes, and, and that's exciting that you're sharing it. Yeah. <laughs> it really I have, is. Because I have, and I, and I, I haven't told anybody. Yeah. It's, it's just been me and God talking. Um, and I pray that they're tuned in. Mm-hmm. And like I said in my, my, and let me just put this out here, I am going to have a guest on this month. 
that's going to talk about um it's 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 sort of going to be her explanation as to why she does um involve herself in um in the things that that it's going to be like a counter countering what dr robin is talking about today and uh on spiritual fortitude like i said on social media i am fair so that show will be coming so for those that are just inept about reaching out to me um just know that uh um number one um i didn't send for you and number two i am careful about who i talk to and um the individual that i'm having on i am very very comfortable with speaking with her and let me just say this um you you have a right to feel the way that you feel um with this life you have a right to be who you are but at the same token don't think that you're gonna stop this Amen. any conversations that counter how you feel you're not gonna stop it Mm-mm. just like i can't stop what you do um that's not my my calling that's not my department but uh i'm acknowledging that i just want to put that out there y'all it, it's real and mm-hmm. and and they have they have tried to come for me but uh all is well all Amen. is well go ahead dr robbins <laughs> That is all right. I, I really get excited <laughs> about things like that, and I don't. I don't mean that in a you know funky mm-hmm. type of way. It's mm-hmm. just it's it, it's a sign. Yeah. To me, you know. Um, but I want to um, get into sharing something with you guys that I actually have experiences that um, attest to much of what I believe, and it's not just a bunch of religious talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had this dream. I wanted to share it with you guys. I had uh, this uh, dream back in December. It was actually on my birthday, December 15th, 2022. Um, and it was a dream involving witchcraft in the church. So mm-hmm. I'm speaking um, also to leaders, mm-hmm. pastors, mm-hmm. those who are in any form of leadership within the church. So there was a dream that I had involving witchcraft in the church, the pulpit to be exact, that resulted and the congregants, those lay members, dropping dead in the name of idolatry, false healing, and false light. That doesn't mean that I'm telling somebody you gonna die. Mm-hmm. I want y- I don't want y'all to hear that. That's mm-hmm. not where I'm going with this. Um, so they were dropping dead in the name of idolatry, false healing, and false light, in light of a promise from leadership that they would be healed if they followed their pastor's lead. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Um, Again, this is a warning to pastors and leaders whose faith has diminished because of what they see and who are consulting with mediums and witches for answers. So it was prevalent in the dream that um, this pastor was being heavily trusted by people to make things happen for their healing by way of manipulation and necromancing, which is speaking to uh, spirits of the dead. So this pastor stepped into the pulpit and announced to the congregation, some of you will drop dead. That's what he said. So two people gave up the ghost, all right, after he said that, meaning they they died, right, Mm. so to speak. Mm. Um, But it was was temporary, all right? So two people gave up the ghost after he said that so that he could speak to their spirit. So they gave, it was an act of their will Mm. when they did it. It wasn't that, 
they just died, mm-hmm. but it was as if they willingly left their body. Um, they uh, they gave up the ghost, and after he, uh, you know, so that he could speak to their spirit and be healed, uh, quote unquote, of their ailments and issues, and restore it back to their bodies. They had given up on God's willingness and ability to heal. Mm. All right. So I want you guys to know that I'm not off my rocker. And it took me a minute, even after I woke up from that dream, I said, Lord, there's no way I'm about to share something like that because (laughs) that's way out. But I I can't make these things up, y'all. So just to let you know, I'm not off my my rocker. We read, we can um, find it in 1 Samuel 28 and verse 3 through 8 that Saul did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to pull it up really quick. I'm not going to read much of it. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Verse three through eight. Mm-hmm. So it says, meanwhile, Samuel had died and all Israel had mourned for him. He was buried in Ramah, his hometown. And Saul had banned from the land of Israel, all mediums and those who consult the spirits of the dead. The Philistines set up their camp at Shunem and Saul gathered all the army of Israel and camped at Geboah. When Saul saw the vast Philistine army, he became frantic with fear, which is also a motivator mm-hmm. behind why a lot of believers leave this and go into, leave the faith and go into other practices. But he asked the Lord, what should he do? But the Lord refused to answer him either uh, by dreams or by sacred lots or by the prophets. Saul then said to his advisors, find a woman who is a medium so I can go and ask her what to do. His advisors replied, there is a medium at Endor. So Saul disguised himself by wearing ordinary clothing instead of his royal robes. Then he went to the woman's home at night, accompanied by two of his men. And uh, I have to talk to a man who has died, he said. Will you call up his spirit for me? And you guys can read the rest of that and what comes before that. Um, but basically when the, when the prophet Samuel, Samuel was alive, Saul did away with anyone who used magic to speak to spirits of the dead. But after Samuel died and God turned his back on Saul, didn't give him any dreams and Saul wasn't hearing anything from the prophets. He decided to consult with a witch. So he consulted with God first, but to no avail. And therefore he took matters into his own hands. And, and, and I'm honestly seeing it play out just like that. And that, that leads me into my next uh, thing. And I'm definitely going to pause after I share this next part to um, hear from you, um, mm-hmm. Dr. Kennel. Okay. But the, um, the dream actually came true. Um, and it was really, you know, God lifting the veil and showing me what was already going on. Hmm. Uh, it's not like this dream initiated anything. It was more of him giving me intel and insight on what's going on in, in many of the the churches and so and uh it came true i had the dream december 15th of 2022 and it came true in march so three months later um i ended up meeting with someone at an evening church service um and i was there to do prophetic ministry and it was on a friday night when i ran into this person i asked what brought them there and she told me she left her former church because her pastors had turned to new age um, and, and ancestral worship and divination and invited many of their members to join with them in that journey. And they had even flown out of town to attend what they call the Joshua Tree Sacred Plant Medicine Ceremony 
led by a married couple where they drank an enema, which is um, a drink that they prepared for them based on a particular dosage mm -hmm. that they claim the plant itself will give them. So they, they claim that the, the plant speaks to them and gives them the dosage. What? And, um, and, and tells them how much is too much, how, how little they should take, all that. So um, they did that, and after consuming it, they were able to um, so-called enter the spirit realm. And I believe they did enter a realm of the spirit, but it wasn't the one that we need to be uh, entering. So is this so, kind of like Black Panther? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And, uh, you know, and I had watched, you know, we watched Black Panther. I watched the second one and all that. And I'm like, <laughs> they actually doing this for real. <laughs> so, and yeah. So um, they spoke um, about all of these insane things that happened to them, mm -hmm. you know, while they were um, doing that or while they mm -hmm. were under the influence of that medicine. Wow. They came back, you know, from that totally i don't know how long they were i think it was hours mm. you know that they may have been there but they came back totally convinced that this was a healing experience and this is what god meaning the god of abraham isaac and jacob okay guys god meant for them to experience and how he meant for them to experience it he's they were saying that this is something that god was keeping from us this is what he meant for us to experience this mm. is really how he meant for us to go into the spirit realm and see what's really going on Whoa. So, you know. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. So, I have questions. <laughs> I have questions. Me too. <laughs> so, when, because I've, I've heard of, I've, I, I, I hear that a lot um, when, you know, we refer back to our ancestors or what have mm -hmm. you. I hear that a lot. So... Doing something like that, as far as channeling in the ancestors, and I, so that is against that's going against God. Mm -hmm. That is not aligned with God. The living have nothing to do with the dead, so we don't need to be talking to our ancestors to get information about the future. Gotcha. Okay. Or our, our present or future, we just don't. Okay. Yeah. I just I just want yeah. to bring that part out. I want to bring that out. Um, <laughs> yes, Wanda wanted to say she got questions too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, Dr. Wanda. Um, so I, uh, I uh, okay. So mm -hmm. when, when she told you that, yes, Angelette, everyone has questions. You are right. So when she said that to you, what was your response? Like, were you able to... You t are you when you say she you talking about um uh, the lady I ran into at yes, the church? Yes, 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 yes. When she told me what um she was dealing, we actually had we didn't talk much that night. Okay, okay. Because uh, we were getting pre prepared to to go into ministry, but we talked um a couple of days later for hours, mm -hmm. and she actually gave me um she had sent me some videos on Facebook of the lady, and I don't remember her name and okay. I wouldn't say her name on here. Right, right, right. But she sent me the um, information for the lady and her husband who were leading these ceremonies. Wow. And she also gave me her pastor's Facebook page and showed me how they, her pastors and this couple who mm -hmm. are doing these ceremonies, 
met together on a on a uh, a Facebook live, you know, video. Right. And they were having a discussion about all of this. So a lot of this stuff that I'm sharing with you came from that in those videos. And they doing this in the church. In the church, yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And they were saying that, you know, um the pastors there were saying that you guys have been having church and that is true. A lot of us have been doing church, but we haven't been doing you know Jesus. I can, but and I, I can attest to that. Yes, it's a lot of playing church and not oh, enough yeah. worship. Absolutely. Um. Yes. And yes. and he kind of used that to oh, to, to go usher in yeah to practice. usher in this whole oh. thing of you know what if we doing that and we find that it's not working it's time to try something different. Wow. Just and there's something usher in the Holy Ghost, the real Holy Ghost, yeah. right? <laughs> usher that in and be the church. <laughs> They actually do it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and I and, and I, you know, I had covered before when I was uh, here that you know I was also involved in a relationship with someone. Um, oh yes, I want for you a to while. share that. Yeah, yes. who who had engaged in many new age practices, and I think that's where the passion was kind of triggered for me to. Because I had an experience with it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, Understood. and that's usually what happens with people when they come against this stuff so mm-hmm. strongly. That it's not me trying to pick out something and just, you know, point a finger and condemn people. Lord knows that's not what I'm here to do. Mm -hmm. But I was in a relationship with someone um, who for a while had engaged in a lot of these things. And, um, you know, I just knew a lot just didn't sit well with me. He was extremely intelligent. Wow. You know, um, he was in school to become a nurse Mm -hmm. and a holistic health practitioner and all of these things. Very smart uh, man. And um, he was... He defended New Age like an apostle would defend the word of God, you know, somebody who's well-versed and just walk, you know. So he defended it. Um, and I just knew something didn't sit well with me, but I still still carried on with him because he was very persuasive and convincing and, you know, what he talked about. Mm-hmm. And um, I did, you know, however, experience some of the effects of being with him. And one of those things was that I began to question the integrity of God in his word mm. like never before i said what if it what if i don't know the truth what if this is not how god meant for it to be mm. even after i've read the mm. word i've walked in it i've prayed i've seen things mm. i've experienced god i still would say um start to question oh, all of that okay. and um you know i didn't express it much verbally but it was an internal battle because i was being exposed to someone Daily, who later confessed himself that he was a doubting Thomas. So he admitted. He admitted that he, um, you know, I feel like God has, what what is the word he used? Um, You feel that God has failed you. He didn't say the word failed, but another word um, that was the same meaning. But he said, um, let them down. He said said, um, that he knows what people are going through who talk about new age thing because when they feel that God has let them down, they don't believe that God is a God of integrity, that he keeps his word. And he said, I've always been like a doubting Thomas. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of rebellion and unbelief present because he felt that, you know, God had let him down. Um, therefore he entertained alternatives. Mm, and that's he, a lot of what's happening. And he openly admitted. That. Yeah, he did. Wow. He did. He admitted that. And, and later on, he confessed that much of it is a lot of rebellion mm. that people are, and then I went into a prayer with him, Oh man! which is honestly what I want to do with, with you guys too at the end. <laughs> um, for those who may be convicted, I don't want anybody to feel condemned. 
right. about anything. Right. Um, no even if you're not, if you're not born again, no condemnation mm-hmm. for nobody. Mm-hmm. If you are saved and you've been dabbling in these practices, no condemnation no. for anybody. Okay. Um. So yeah, I do want to do that. End it like that, but that was, you know, where we ended. But it's rooted in so many things. I would say fear, rejection. I not, you know, idolatry. Wow. A lot of this stuff, yeah. Wow. So let me just stick a pen right there. Um, that is the perfect segue into the spiritual fortitude praise break. And it's all about grace. So today's song is Kept by His Grace by Troy Sneed. Now it's the spiritual fortitude praise break on 102.6 The Situation.
the spiritual fortitude praise break kept by his grace by Troy Sneed and the spiritual fortitude praise break is sponsored by anointed aromas which is owned and operated by apostle Lawanda Peters good morning apostle Peters anointed aromas provides organic hand poured candles specialty candles anointed oil blends and more there are a wide variety of fragrances like Better Than Vicks for congestion, Fresh Linen, Head Ease for headache relief, Palo Santo, Lemongrass Sage, Peace of Mind, Frankincense and Myrrh, Immune Health, and Energizer to name a few. Order your candles today at LawandaPeters.com forward slash shop. And... I'm going to forego the business and organization sound off today because I want to allot my guests a little bit more time uh, this episode. So uh, I do want to send a shout out to Community Concerns Incorporated. I love you and just send out uh, wishes uh, to that organization today. Great wishes. So getting back to my guest. Dr. Robin Norwood, and she is here for part two of our conversation, um, talking about new age practices and, and whether or not they are aligned with God. And if you were tuned in before the praise break, you heard her some of her testimony with, with regards to her dating a gentleman that um, was involved in many of these uh, said practices and how he did explain to her uh, what led him uh, to be involved in those? So, ah, that that was that was trippy. But um, Dr. Norwood, let's continue yes. the conversation. <laughs> yes, yes. So we dropped, we stopped at um, him admitting to you that um, because of his disbelief, mm-hmm. um, his disappointment mm-hmm. in God um, being there for him he turned to these particular practices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and and I believe that it gives um the person practicing more control or you know they believe that it's giving them more control over outcomes. Like uh, uh, again, a lot of times um it will be rejection that leads them to do these things. Okay. So if they can get into a manipulative practice, they can say, "Okay, you won't reject me anymore mm, or okay. whatever. I mean, people get into love spells and all kind of to bond people to them. Girl, girl listen. <laughs> yeah. That, that was one of the people that, that, that dropped into my DM this week. She, she, she does. She, and she openly admitted she does spells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, Incantations is the other word for uh-huh. it. Yeah, it's real out here. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. And I'm telling y'all, this is the type of stuff I actually don't like talking about. <sighs> Me but it is what it is. It is what it is. Me <laughs> the butt. Hey, hey. You know, I am not afraid. No, me either. To, not at to all. Put it out there <laughs> and have the conversation. So, yeah. um, yeah. So what? What else? Uh, do you want to share with us? Yeah. So you know, when you guys hear things like moon cycles, moon water, activating moon water, uh, you know, I think under a full moon or something like that, or 
burning sage for spiritual practice, not to kill microbials in the air. Sage in, in and of itself is not evil. Okay, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. okay, okay, okay. Let's let's stop right there, because that has been a toss up too. I've oh, I've heard some that are against burning sage. I know people that do burn sage. Um, I know that um, I've I've heard both sides. So some say they burn sage to clear the air to keep uh-huh. the air clean. But then I have I I know some people that burn sage to ward off evil spirits. Yeah, if somebody is wanting themselves to ward off evil spirits, th- that's the type of thing that I am uh, talking about. Okay. If you are using it, not, not if you're using it in your cooking. Okay. Not if, so you can <laughs> cook about, with sage. Yeah, y'all good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of these things aren't evil within themselves as mm. far as objects. Okay. But it's, it's the whole infusion that people believe that they're doing in the name of healing and all of that. Okay. Um, but, um, so, you know, those things that I just mentioned, I said moon cycles, moon water, burning sage, Mm -hmm. crystals, chakras of which there are uh, actually 114. Those seven chakras that we talk about are like the, the primary ones. And then there are several that branch off from that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, tarot, Kundalini yoga, Reiki healing, uh, mystical dance, uh, the Shakti spirit, burning palo santo, waist beads, yoga, pranayama, sounding bowls, meditation, horoscopes, on and on. It so, goes on and on. So, wait a minute now. And. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> wait, 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 Dr. Robbins. So, sounding bowls are wrong. Really? You have, there's a um, sounding bowl. Not, um, and you probably seen the, the larger ones that are white. Uh-huh. And they'll have like several in there, you know, uh-huh. working them all at one time. Uh, let me first say, I used to listen to sounding bowls. And you talking about the most calming sound, uh-huh. you know. Um, but there's also these Tibetan sounding bowls too, you oh. know, that people. And my ex actually had one. Um, it was a smaller one. It was uh-huh. a little little gold bowl, and it had the the wand or whatever that thing uh-huh. is um, that was on the inside of it. And I just, whenever you're using them, because of course that's not coming out of Christianity. And I I try to get away from the word Christian, y'all, and focus more on on discipleship. Right, God didn't right, call us to be right. Christians; He called us to be disciples. Disciples, yes. Um, but it, it ain't. It's not. A, it's, we should not be engaging in any spiritual practice not rooted in something that um is is rooted and founded in the word of god okay and that's not okay, okay. and and again we can get into a lot of different things mm-hmm. but um one thing that i wanted to touch on was reiki mm-hmm. you know some of it, there's something called many of you guys have heard of um black magic for example mm-hmm. voodoo mm-hmm. voodoo all of that stuff mm-hmm. they're doing over in brazil and mm-hmm. africa and all that so, and, but there's also something called white magic, and that is a practice with the intent to do good oh. or not to harm anybody, but it's still demonic. And oh. one of those things is is Reiki. Okay. So, we're talking about manipulating the chakras, opening and balancing the chakras through Reiki. Okay. Being one of the things that I want to touch on. Now, what is Reiki? So. When we first off, when we say chakras, we're referring to energy centers in the body. 
you have uh again you may have heard about those seven but there are 114 now as for me i don't ascribe of course to any of it if mm-hmm. you guys know but for educational purposes i'm sharing this reiki is a form of energy healing um or what we would refer to as false healing okay where the practitioners they use their palms without actually touching to transfer universal energy okay or universal energy to their patient and encourage emotional or physical healing but how i know they right um what's wrong with it Mm -hmm. what's wrong with it um reiki was endorsed by a man named mikayo yusui I believe I'm saying his name properly. Okay. Um, and, and I actually found out later, I don't think he was like the founder. I think it came even before him. Mm-hmm. But um, in the 1920s, okay. that is when he, um, and it was uh, endorsed as a spiritual Buddhist practice. Mm. Um, and one day, Yusui Sensei, he climbed uh, Mount Kurama, mm-hmm. where he began to do penance while fasting. Suddenly, on the 21st day um, from the start, he felt a great Reiki. You guys can go and, and research this stuff for yourselves, okay? Right. okay. But he felt he he acquired um, he he acquired the Reiki cure in doing all of that, and he tried it on his own body and and members of his family also, and it brought an immediate result to them Mm. yeah Hmm. so we practiced in reiki somebody and 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 i'm just trying to just 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 flow with me for a minute so it's the laying of hands using it's actually not okay they don't lay their hands right physically on you right but they're waving their hands over you Mm mm-hmm channeling their energy to you and it's the origin because i can i can feel a lot of people saying well we do that in christianity we touch people now the laying on of hands we do do that mm-hmm. um totally different origin okay and laying on of hands uh came from uh, uh judaism i believe and was adopted by christianity and mm-hmm. we know that it is to come for a blessing right um and but um uh, they with Reiki, you know, they're not touching the per, the okay. patient that they're doing it with. It's about where is that coming from? What energy uh, are you transferring? And and we when we research and we find the origins of it, mm-hmm. we know that it came from uh, Buddhism. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and um, the other things that I wanted to kind of mm-hmm. chat about. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much time we have, but mm-hmm. was ancestral worship. Okay. Uh, uh, Native African religions are centered on ancestor worship. Uh, a lot of them are. Um, mm-hmm. I've even heard um, great um, leaders from Africa. Um, a- actually, uh, well, I think uh, yeah, one of them is Reverend uh, James Solomon, I believe his name. But he talked about um, how a lot of the churches there even, it's like, you know, yeah. just stay away because there's a lot of that stuff going on, which is what we're talking about. Right. You know, um, uh, but it's a belief in a spirit world, supernatural beings, and free will. Hmm. Um, you know, and we talk about Yoruba um, deities in, uh-huh. you know, Nigeria, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Um, there are seven deities of the Yoruba religion, um, ritual or, or gods, so to speak. Seven seven deities, ritual uh, rituals designed to commemorate um, 
the spirits of the of their deceased mm-hmm. right so we're talking mm-hmm. about the whole ancestral world. then we have Oshun mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. um a supernatural entity as well recognizes both spirit and a goddess in the Yoruba religion of West Africa okay um and it's endorsed by some of you all's favorite pop artist <laughs> <laughs> And many of those uh-huh. who may uh, idolize fam- her as a fam- well. A famous, a famous um, person. Mental health counselor. She she in it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And mm-hmm. um and then Yamaya or Yamoha, mm-hmm. um, a major water spirit from the Yoruba religion as well. So mm-hmm. a lot of people who practice these things and know the origins and they've been doing it forever mm-hmm. are not telling you that God condones it. Right. They're not even telling us that. Right. But then a lot of believers will take it and twist it and mm-hmm. say that it don't mean that. And I'm like, if you're going to talk to the people who who practice it in an even higher concentration than you do, they will tell you, mm-hmm. hey, y'all doing it wrong. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And we don't like how y'all are dabbling with this. This is a real thing. This is what we believe. This is, you know, and y'all are just doing it for fun, using yoga as an exercise, and mm-hmm. it's not ever meant to be that. And just all of that. Wow. You know, so that's a it's not amazing, but it it really separates the real from the fake as far as if you if you really about that life mm-hmm. and you stand firmly on it, then yeah. Right. I, I, I can't I can't even be mad at that. I gotta right. respect that because you standing on exactly. that one hundred percent. What I can't support is if you if you got one foot in this one and one foot in that one and then one that's foot what over we're here, talking about. Yeah, and that's, that's what we're just bringing confusion to yourself and your own spirit because mm-hmm. I don't think that, and this is just Dr. Kim's talking. This is just my opinion right now is that dibbling and dabbling is not, it's not good for you, period. Either you're going to stand on one or stand on the other. I just really think when you got your hands in some of everything, you add confusion to yourself mm-hmm. and it mixes up what you truly believe. It's like, well, what do you really believe? What do you really stand on? Right. And um, Dr. Wanda uh, Hudson texted me and she said, um, it's when you try to replace God with these things is what makes them wrong. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I can I can truly agree with that. Don't don't be mixing. You either about one or the other. Right. Um, even the late great Tina Turner, <laughs> she was a practicing Buddhist. And at one time, did I ever hear her say she did this, that, and the third? She was all about that because she felt like that's what gave her peace. And I'm not here to knock what she she believed in what she did, but I can respect that she stood on that and didn't try to put one foot in the other and mix it up. She was a practicing Buddhist, and she said that that gave her the peace that she needed for her life. So, y'all, this stuff comes with a, a price. Yeah, and, 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 and you free will. Yeah, let me just say that you do have a choice. You have a choice. You have a choice, and understand that. Uh-huh. What you stand on is what you stand on. But yeah. know it and know it well. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I, I really wanted to kind of bring it in and, yes. and talk about yes. what does God say about it. Okay. You don't have to say about it in his word. Um, but first off, I want to say that the enemy does not care about 
um, you know, any, any believer mm-hmm. who is practicing this, the enemy doesn't care about your intent behind these things. He's extremely deceptive, mm-hmm. extremely cunning and crafty mm-hmm. and ancient. And trust me, he got, he, he has you beat with all of this stuff on intent and how it doesn't mean all that. And, you know, you, he can deceive you if you don't have the word on it and you don't have the truth on it. A lot of times we fight with facts, but you can't fight demons with facts. You have to fight with the truth. Um, but uh, he doesn't care about your intent. Understand that it's never about your intent behind something and how you are doing it for a different reason than what the origin suggests. The enemy has caused many to blur the lines of what should and not be embraced mm-hmm. by those who have declared Christ as Lord over their lives. Um, and again, for him to be Lord, this means your life, for him to be Lord, this means your life is no longer governed by how you feel, what you think, or how people like you best. Right. Um, but what God wants and how he said it in his word. Mm-hmm. Um, now in Leviticus 19 and 31, it says, uh, do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists for you will be defiled by them. I'm the Lord, your God. God is not passive about idols. Right. Um, just like we wouldn't be passive about um, our spouse stepping out on us, right. you know, or something. We're not. Mm-hmm. He's not passive about us stepping out on him to mm-hmm. worship other gods. True. Revelation 21 and 8 says, uh, but the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters and all liars, they will be consigned to the fire lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. I'm not I'm not here to condemn anybody. I'm mm-hmm. reading the word, y'all. Okay? Right. <laughs> it's sitting there. All right. So Isaiah 8, 19 through 22. Mm-hmm. Um, when someone tells you to consult mediums and spiritists who whisper and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? Why consult the dead on behalf of the living? Mm-hmm. Consult God's instruction and the testimony of warning. If anyone does not speak according to this word, they have no light of dawn. So we can dance around this all we want, but the word of God makes it crystal clear what he hates. Amen. Um, so, you know, I want to share a couple of things. One, uh-huh. um, okay, one with those who are not engaging in any of these practices um, or defending these beliefs, and one with those who are. Um, to those who are not, be mm-hmm. sober and vigilant and put on the full armor of God. Um all right, I'm going to speed through this because for the sake of time, um, for those who are entertaining these things, I want to take you through a prayer of deliverance really quickly so you can renounce and come out of agreement with these practices. Um, I want to start with a really, really quick song. I only got like one minute, um, but it let Jesus in your heart. Let him in today. Let him in to stay. Open up your heart and let the Lord come in. Let him in today, let him in to stay. Open up your heart and let the Lord come in. I didn't mean to rush into that, y'all, but I'm trying to get through this. Well, I got like two minutes. Doctor, I Now listen. Sing. Okay. This is what I want you guys to, to, to just say this prayer with me, um, those who are, are dealing you know, with any of these things. Heavenly Father, In the name of your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, I renounce Satan and all his works. 
all forms of witchcraft, the use of divination, the practice of sorcery, dealing with mediums, channeling with spirit guides, the Ouija board, tarot, astrology, Reiki, hypnosis, automatic writing, horoscopes, numerology, the Enneagram, and all types of t fortune telling, palm readings, new age spirituality, and anything else associated with the occult or Satan. In the name of Jesus Christ who came in the flesh and by the power of his cross, his precious blood, and his resurrection, I renounce and forsake my involvement in all of them, and I choose you alone, Lord Jesus. I confess all these sins before you and ask you to cleanse and forgive me for my divided heart. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to come into my heart. Give me your merciful love and make me holy. I ask you to send forth your Holy Spirit to baptize me with love, just as you baptize your disciples on the day of Pentecost. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for strengthening my inner spirit with the power of your Holy Spirit so that Christ may dwell in my heart through faith, rooted and grounded in love, May I be able to comprehend with all the saints the breadth, length, height, and depth of Christ's love, which surpasses all understanding. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. And thank you, Dr. Robin, for part two. And uh, I uh, pray that for those of you that had an ear to hear, that you truly understand. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, so <laughs> um, I just want to just tell you to please continue uh, to rock with me. Next week will be my birthday episode, so make sure you tune in. And uh, I want to thank you for just joining me today. Father God, thank you for another episode of Spiritual Fortitude. Thank you so much for our listeners father god i just want to continue to plead the blood of jesus of everyone that is under my voice right now and later on during the replay may they all trust you and honor you and give you glory and praise for their lives because our lives are not our own but they belong to you father god i thank you once again for spiritual fortitude and continue to have your way with this show continue to bless this radio station as well as Wu tune 88.3 down in albany georgia we thank you for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, five things. You know the drill. Guard your heart. Protect your peace. Pack your patience. Stay in your lane. And most of all, as Christ commanded, walk in love. I will see you next week.